have an unpopular opinion. Well, I have lots of them. I have lots of them. I was going to say, normally your opinions become unpopular pretty quick on this podcast. Yeah, the first is that like Chick Fil A is not that good. I, you know, I'm with I have you lots of, I've, I've lots of unpopular opinions, um, but I, I was very, very let down by this weekend of football. I would say outside of the, you know, the Bengals Bills game, and that really got out of hand at the end. Um, it was, it was just, but I think the teams outside of the bills that we thought were going to take care of business did, um, but you know, a lot of things to talk about are the teams that came up short and the teams that now were to the final four and you, the whole, I think what was really enjoyable and the NFL has to be very thankful of this is that, that. Uh, neutral site game in Atlanta didn't matter. You're getting a normal how it would have played out anyway, and I think everyone is pretty happy about that. I hope they send those refunds. Yeah, that was – oh. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. Uh, So, anyways, uh, in the words of Barstool Carl, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever and however you are listening to us. uh, Like you said, baby – Final four. Final four. It's crazy. It's crazy that we're already here. Um, before we look uh, back, I want to look forward to next week's pod. So that traditionally a bye week of sorts, because nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. Right. Like I, it's a little more interesting now with like the skills comp and the flag football. Like that's cool. Fine. Nobody cares. Um but so what we're going to do is we are going to give out our awards. Yeah. Our, our MVPs, our player of the years, coach of the years, rookie of the years. Um, and, and then the next week is when we'll dive into the Super Bowl. Obviously, we'll talk about the teams who are advancing because uh, you, you have to. Um, right. But but next week is going to be primarily um, – Kind of, kind of a putting a bow on the season that was without the Super Bowl. So take all so here, 8, 19, 20, 21 weeks of football that we've had so far. Um, get those all together. I uh, put a little nice bow on those uh, with some award winners. Um, Super Bowl episode is going to be special. I mean, yeah. it's just it, – it always is. Yeah, and, you know, with the – Pro Bowl being kind of a can we can we talk really quick? Can is there a way we can do what the NBA does with the All Star Game and do like a mid year Pro Bowl or you know just well, the, I mean the the NFL is the only pro sports league that waits until its season's over to have its All Star Game. Yeah, I just I'm not. A fan. I'm not. I'm not a fan. Uh, I think a lot of people agree, um, but, you know, it is what it is. This is what we roll with. But, uh, yeah, Super Bowl show is going to be exciting. Uh, There's so many tempting, exciting matchups that we could get. Um, But there's one that I have in mind that there's a reason that I think it would be even more tempting, and I'll talk about that a little bit more later. But Perfect. So – Let's go ahead, jump right in. Uh, Saturday, first game, 
Um, obviously, the, the highlight, Kansas City moves on, fine, great. What about the ankle? I, right. I, that 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 dominates every conversation about this game. Number one, right. the fact that he was able to come back in is superhuman. Right. And you saw his dis- – he was peeved. He was not happy. No, he was, he was right Hurtsel. And he was given an ultimatum. You either go in the locker room and get this checked out or you're not going back in the game. He went in the locker room, got x-rays. It was not broken. So now, okay – you can play through it. But, man, like, he struggled making handoffs, taking that three-step drop and just handing the ball off. He was grimacing. Yeah. Um, I'm not so worried about that. Like, I figured, okay, his adrenaline's pumping. Monday, Tuesday roll around, what was he like? Well, today I watched his post-game presser on Twitter, you know, because some of us, had the e-learning day today, a little more time on the yeah. hands. Today. Some of us actually had to work. Yeah, you know, some of us got, you know, yeah. blessed with an e-learning day. Yeah. So I watched that. No noticeable. So they showed the video. It wasn't even of his, like, it was him walking off the podium. No boot, no noticeable limp, him just walking normally. Pretty good sign. Because to me, on Wednesday, you're still thinking he's probably in a boot, right? You're still trying to do – but I I also – I'm the kind of guy that thinks you need to be not depending on that boot at this point. Now it's just you're going to be banged up. Now you just got to strengthen it up, heal it as much as you can, and you're going to have to shoot it up with something and you're rolling. Probably whatever Rodgers took when he played the pat or the <laughs> – and he interviewed after the game, and he was like, "Yeah, we played really well. I'm uh, I'm pretty high right now. I don't know what I took, but uh, we're yeah. gonna figure it out, you know." I get so, and, and that's my my number one right there is okay. That's great that he can practice, but what is going to happen the first time that it gets hit? Yeah, or he's got to get outside the pocket. Correct, because if you the rest of that game, he really didn't like. There were chances that he could. And he he did. I he was definitely limited by that ankle right in the second he, half. He made one attempt to he got the first down, but man, after he slid and got back up, he was it was there was a noticeable limp and he was in pain. So that's the question. And you're going up against a decent pass rush of Cincinnati. Yep. Now, what does that ankle do? How, how do you handle it? I think it's good that they're playing at home. But it's still that, you know, but going back to the game, right, the Jaguars and the Chiefs game, I, I one thing I really want to say is that I give a lot of credit to Trevor Lawrence. I, yep. I think that he made a noticeable leap this season. I think Doug Peterson was clearly the coach that they needed there in Jacksonville. I think ETN's a great running back for him. He's got good weapons. One of the pieces that could leave is Evan Ingram. And Evan Ingram had an awful two year last two years in New York. And then he comes to Jacksonville. And this year, man, all of a sudden, towards the end of the year, became one of Trevor Lawrence's top targets. If you're Jacksonville, you have to get that guy back in the building. Absolutely have to get him back in the building. I am 
very pleased with Jacksonville. They put up a fight in Arrowhead. You know, that's tough. Against Patrick Mahomes, it's not easy. They've been there before. So to me, you know, Jacksonville playing with house money, giving it their best shot. They were in it for most of the game. Uh, give them credit. Chiefs were, are clearly the better team. Um, my beginning of the year statement of Patrick Mahomes not having a good season <laughs> could not have even been – it was just so wrong. I was – I'm going to eat those words forever now. But yeah, I give I, I, My biggest takeaway from this game was that if I'm the rest of the AFC South, I'm thinking, uh-oh. Right. But this team is only going to get better. They're only going to get stronger. They're only going to get faster. Trevor Lawrence is only going to get better at decision-making. I and, and this is a problem if you're the AFC South. Right. Because a, Titans – Titans have so many question marks that they I they're, they're like my two year old daughter always asking questions why 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 well now when we look at the Titans it's where how why how what what are you right this Jacksonville team we know exactly what they are they're a defense that can hold you they're an offense that can put up points they're disciplined that that's a team that's going to be around. For the next several years. Really quick, one thing to add to Jacksonville, they get Calvin Ridley next year. Yeah, they do. A lot of people forget about that. He had a year suspension. Jacksonville said, you know what? We'll trade for him. We'll have him sit this year. Man, you get him, Christian. That's Kirk, another huge weapon. Zay Jones. And then if you find a way to keep Ingram in the building. Yep. I think that this team is the clear-cut favorite in the AFC South next year. 100%. 100%. Now, moving on to Kansas City, again, they, they just win these type of football games. Like, yeah. I, they, their defense played exceptionally well, especially, man, in the, that second, third quarter stretch. I mean, limiting Jacksonville to three points in the second and third quarter total. I And listen – you also got to give it up a little bit for Mr. Chad Henney. I was just going to say that. I mean, yeah, he comes in not expecting to play in a huge, biggest game of the year for your team, and he comes in, leads a touchdown drive. 98-yard touchdown drive. Just came in and got the job done. Without that touchdown. You lose, or you, you don't know what Yeah, happens. you don't know. You don't know. So, I, again, it. but I think that that really is a testament to the Chiefs as a whole. Yeah. Like, so, they are just a good franchise. I, You know, everybody this year thought that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was going to be that guy. You know, everyone's, you know, fantasy pick him up. Uh, he's going to be that guy. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in steps Isaiah Pacheco. And this man has changed the run game. It's spicy. Sponsored by Spicy Water. Absolutely. So, but 
Isaiah Pacheco was a huge part of this football team. He has changed their run game. He has changed the way that they run their offense. He's a physical running back. He gets downhill. He will run you over in short-yarded situations. We saw it on Saturday. He can get you 10, 15 yards whenever you want. He'll just power down. He'll run through guys. He's a yak guy. And Josh, you know how much I love those yak guys. You love the yak. I love the yak stat. He is a huge yards after contact guy. I think that has really been the piece that the Chiefs have been missing. They thought Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was going to be that guy. He has not been. And now in steps, in steps Isaiah Pacheco. You also pair him with Jarek McKinnon. This this run game is pretty doggone good. And now you get both the run with the pass with Patrick Mahomes, with these receivers, with Kelsey. How can they not be the favorite to win the Super Bowl? Because they're not my favorite to win on Sunday, but we'll get to that. Uh, I'm, um, I'm with you, but I just am saying. But I, I know, I know. I, I think you look overall, this the best game of the weekend? I would say if you look like well played because the Dallas San Francisco game just I, nobody scored like I, okay it was great defense terrible offense at least this one like you had some decent offense back and forth right um, yeah does this but we always ask though would this game been of clo- it, as close if Mahomes doesn't get hurt in that second quarter who knows but it was it was the best game of the weekend. Again, we got to tip our cap to Jackson. Man, here's my thing, though. I almost think Kansas City, the best they looked on offense the whole the whole game, was was that was that Henny drop. Right, I would agree with you 100. percent I I think after I I think the thing that Jacksonville had Jacksonville had a game plan. Yeah, very well coached and very well, very disciplined team. Again, I think they're the favorite of the AFC South. Next Look year. out for the rest of the year. Yep. Saturday night. I listen. Any possible question was answered really in like the first I, man twenty minutes of the football game. Right. I mean, I mean, I, uh, boy. Hertz looks healthy. Yeah. When Hertz is is healthy and he could run the football and you have Miles Sanders that runs the football and you got they got Gainwell, they got Boston Scott. You got Miles Sanders that run the football. You can throw it up to AJ Brown. You got Dallas Goddard, a very good pass catching blocking tight end. You got DeVonta Smith on the other side. Unreal. They I- Spanked New York. The Giants only ran 19 offensive plays in the first half. 19. The Eagles ran 16 in their first two drives in the first quarter. Right. There's all you need to know right there. I mean, it was an absolute clinic and a little bit of a, hey, you remember how good we were? This is what we are when we have everyone. 
Right, and that's the problem is that we really haven't seen this football team for the last month completely healthy, right? You take away Hurts. A couple offensive linemen banged up. You know, Cincinnati's going through that same thing. If you can get healthy, we talk about it all year, Josh, getting healthy at the right time, getting Jalen Hurts that extra week off was huge for this football team. Now all of a sudden they're rolling. You get a home NFC championship game against a very good defense. I think that that's going to be awesome. One of the best matchups of the weekend is going to be the Eagles offense versus that San Francisco 49ers defense. Great matchup. But yeah, we got to give some love. Again, I'm I'm only giving love to the losers this week. But well, I the Giants, you have to, man. I mean, this was a year that they were supposed to be in the playoffs. They weren't supposed to win nine games. They're barely supposed to. I think they're over under at the beginning of the year was five and a half wins. So, again, playing with house money. Clearly, Brian DeBold was the coach to hire. Again, I same thing in Jacksonville. They hired the right guy. The, still, the question to me in New York is, is Daniel Jones your future? Is that your quarterback? Because now Saquon is a free agent. He turned down a contract extension from New York, so it sounds like New York is losing Saquon. Which So here's my thing on Daniel Jones. I'm going to read you a list of names. Okay? I'm going to read you a list of names. Richie James, Matt Briata, Marcus Johnson, Lawrence Kager, Darius Slayton, Daniel Bellinger, Isaiah Hodgins. Who, what, where, why, and how? Those are who Daniel Jones had to throw to on Sunday or on Saturday. Right. And I feel like the whole year. So you take that wide receiver core and you play them into the playoffs. Daniel Jones has to be your quarterback of the future. Yeah. And I think that he started, he played really well that first round of the playoff game. We talked about how the way that he ran the football, ran that option run. He was dangerous against the Vikings. And then he turns around. He really didn't like that's the problem with the Giants. They are not built to come back. They are built to withstand and stay in a football game and find a way to win. This was not a football game that they could win. Well, and the other thing you look at too, their defense can't stop the run. Their defense right. has never been able to stop the run. If you let a team run for 270 yards, you're probably going to lose the football game. I, right. That's just how it is. And, I mean, here's the thing. It wasn't just Miles Sanders. Kenneth Gainwell runs for 112. Right. Jalen Hurts doesn't even run the ball, hardly at all, for Jalen Hurts. And you still – I listen, what, what happened on Sunday was the Giants' defense got exposed. Yeah. And, that, and no, we knew, it. we knew that if the Giants had a shot, it was going to have to be a low-scoring, close physical football game. Well, it was a physical football game. The problem was, the Eagles were physical; the Giants weren't. Right. And I think again, you talk about you know Hurts didn't really have to do much on nope. Sunday. So he, again, he gets he also got taken out at the end of the game, got a chance to relax. Now he gets another week. On Sunday, he's going to be full go. It's going to be fresh. It's going to be the Jalen Hurts that you saw at the beginning of the year, option runs, 
play plays where he is their designed runs. This is going to be it. He's this is your chance to go to another Super Bowl in Philly, and you're going to want to just unleash the beast. And but again, I give credit to New York. They played hard all season long, found a way into the playoffs in a really, really tough division, too. We got to talk about that. That NFC East, tough division. You find a way into the playoffs out of that division. Credit to New York. Brian DeBull's the guy. You got to find a way to either re-sign Saquon or you're going to be, you know, that's the problem is if you lose Saquon, you don't, as you pointed out, you don't have the receiving core like Jacksonville we just talked about. Right. So here's my thing with them, though. They are the New York Giants. They are a pinnacle franchise in the NFL. Right. You can attract free agents to go play in New York. Yep. You just can't. And so open up the pocketbooks a little bit. Spend the money. Yeah. You're going to have to overpay for some guys. You are. And and that's just the nature of the NFL right now. Um, Real quick on Jalen Hurts. Probably the biggest plus that I saw was that Jalen was okay getting hit. He yeah. wasn't like looking unnecessarily to avoid contact. Yeah. He was I, taking some contact, getting up. He got sacked. You know, he got hurried on a couple of throws. Was a, he he looked like middle of the year Jalen. And I and I think that that is helpful for him. Just his psyche, just his mindset. All right. Because he don't need it on Sunday. Exactly. This is not a defense that you're not gonna you're not gonna no, get no guys because um, then moving to Sunday. I, I want to save the Bills talk for the end because this okay. is where I'm gonna get into trouble with a lot of people. Okay. Um this 49ers defense, boys and girls, they are just violent. Like, I, I don't think there's a nicer way to put it. They are violent. Yeah. And they are fun to watch. Man, Josh, there's a man that you know quite well that just can't get it done in the playoffs. Yeah, I you know, good old Mike Mac. And we and we both picked the Cowboys too. And, well, and, and here's the thing, man. <laughs> Halfway decent game plan, and they win the game. I just it, it wasn't like the Niners played exceptionally well on the offensive side of the ball. No, nope. do you know what this 49ers team is, Josh? Bears teams of old. This is the 06 Bears. This is the 06 Bears that made it to a Super Bowl on the on the back of a fantastic defense, and you don't need a, de- a an amazing Super Bowl caliber quarterback to get you there. Now, am I not saying that Brock Purdy is a good quarterback? No. I think he is a decent quarterback. But the weapons he has around him is what makes him good. Yeah. But that defense, Josh, just – first off, da- Dallas had no rush game. Zero. They had three rushers go for 26 yards or less. That was it. Yep. You couldn't get Tony Pollard going, who to me was like the engine that got this offense going at, later in the season. You were able to hand the ball off 
to Pollard and get 10, 15 yards. You were able to throw the ball to Pollard. Only got two receptions, 11 yards. It was literally C.D. Lamb or nothing. C.D. Lamb had 13 targets, 10 receptions on 117 yards, and that, that was it. Outside of that, it was Dalton Schultz with 27 yards receiving. This offense was abysmal. Now, was it because they were abysmal all season? No. This is just showing you what kind of a defense San Francisco has. It causes you absolute chaos. You don't – any game plan you have, throw it out. You need to find a way to get, like, one big chunk play against this defense. Get them off their game, but you've got to be able to run the ball. And you don't – they didn't have it on Sunday. And hey, I think Tony going out – with the injury hurt. I think that set a tone. Oh, yeah. Now, and th- this kind of goes in, because c- I have a couple of guys who we just got to talk about. One from this game, Ezekiel Elliott. And the hype's got to be done, right? Well, yeah, and especially, you know, I talked about not being able to get Pollard going. You know, he did go out with an injury. So then you would think, all right, now it's Zeke's turn to eat. Right? The old Zeke, right? 10 rushes, 26 yards. To me, he's done. And this is the this is a position that, you know, I feel like there's so much turnover in, at the running back position. It's you don't find guys that are st- stable at that position for a long period of time. And now I think it's just time for Dallas. I think if I'm Dallas, Tony Pollard is a free agent, you pay him to stay. Yeah, you and so you look at Dak, all right, unless there was Zeke in there as well. What have they won? Not a zilch. And, and at some point, and we'll get to the bills in just a second. The Cowboys franchise as a whole. Since the early 90s, they haven't done anything. Right. And at some point, because I saw a bunch of people talking about, oh, the Cowboys lost this, the Cowboys lost this. The only reason is because, like, it gets eyeballs. Like, no one was – I mean, we thought, okay, here's a game plan that Dallas can win. But Dallas was a wild card team. Right. At some point, I this franchise just isn't what it used to be. No, I Josh, I'll be honest with you. Since the 90s, I think the Bears are more of a successful franchise. Yeah. The Bears have been to more NFC champions. They've been to more Super Bowls. Right. They've been to a Super Bowl. They've been in two NFC championship games, won one, lost the other. Like to me. The Bears have been in the playoffs, just haven't won. Yeah. And same thing with Dallas. I don't care if they're, they're not America's team. Just stop. Stop the America team. They're not America's team. And Jerry Jones is an idiot. It just – no, they're not good. They proved it on Sunday. I, I'm i going to say it right now, Josh. I don't think Dak Prescott is the all all – all hail the quarterback in Dallas. I just, 
I just don't. He can't stay healthy. When he is healthy, he hasn't won a big game. Well, and the frustrating thing is he can't play consistently. Great. You threw for 305 yards and four touchdowns against the Bucs. Fantastic. Then you turn around, go 23 to 37, 206 yards, a touchdown and two picks. I, that you have to be consistent. Yeah. And he's just not. Nope. Now, other side of the football, San Francisco's going to have to be more dynamic on offense if they want a chance to beat Philly. Like they just are. 19 points is not going to get the job done because I get San Francisco's defense is good. But they're about to face an offense like they have not seen this year. Because I hate to say it, the only offense that even resembles what the Eagles are going to bring is who, Christian? Kansas City. And what did Kansas City do to the 49ers? Beat them by 21. So th- this next game for Brock Purdy, okay, you- you've managed games up until this point. You manage games, your defense won you games. Right. And Zeke, how does it feel to be a pancake on that last play? That boy, what was that last play? Like, I, what? I, it's Mike McCarthy. I just, you know what? It, it reminded me a little bit of that stupid play that the Colts ran against New England. That, oh, yes. That Pat yes. McAfee was not supposed to get the ball and then just get lit up. Right. I, like what that, were they doing? They knew what they were doing, but they didn't get a chance to because Zeke got blown up and then. I, yeah. Pass. But, but anyway, this 49ers offense is going to have to come back a little bit. Like you're going to have to put up probably 24, 28, maybe 30 points. And I think, honestly, Josh, that Dallas's defense had a fantastic uh, game plan against that San Francisco offense. Yep. They really shut down their run. Their run game was not as dynamic. Christian McCaffrey, only 35 yards rushing. Okay, Elijah yep. Mitchell was the leading rusher with 51. So this is not how San Francisco operates. They want to run that ball with CMC and then set up the play action to be able to take your shots to your Iukes, to your Debos, to your Kittle. Man, what a catch. That yep. juggling catch in the Unbelievable. middle. Unbelievable. And all, and he like pulled the ball in so he wouldn't get lit up by digs. Like it was fantastic if this offense can be competent and put up 28 points which is only nine more than what they did against Dallas you put up nine more points I think you're you're going to be in good shape and with all the talk in the week leading up was Dallas kicking game in shambles what are they going to do you know the leading score was for the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night? Brett Maher. Huh? But it was just, you know, funny little ways of things playing out that way. But, again, like this game to me, man, it just – I don't know. It felt all day like Dallas was going to find a way to eat this one out at the end. Yep. 
and just their offense couldn't get the job done. Nope. They just – Dak looked lost, man. I the just, whole game. It just – But how many times has a Mike McCarthy-led team looked completely lost against the 49ers? Does he have to call them daddy now? Yes. 100%. Yes. Like – Yes. Period. Owns Mike McCarthy coach teams. Yes. Period. But – to me, we got to give credit to Brock Purdy, man. This is a guy that you know he just manages football games, dude. He win. He doesn't do anything to lose you the game. Now there were a couple passes that could have been intercepted that he threw on Sunday, but he found ways to stay within himself, make the throws when he needed to, and lead this team now to the NFC Championship game. Here's my question to you, Josh. There's been reports that there's a chance that Jimmy Garoppolo could be healthy enough to play in the Super Bowl. There, If San Francisco beats the Eagles with Brock Purdy on Sunday, what are the chances? You can't do it, man. I just – I don't see how you could. I don't you care. You can't do that. This this kid has led you here. Yeah. You, you can't change – You up. have to ride with him. Right. Don't fix what's not broken. It's not – the quarterback's been fine. Yeah. You know, so interesting stuff that could lead up to the Super Bowl there. Um, Purdy does it again. Again, I agree with you, though. That offense is going to have to put up some more points. They're going to have to be a little bit more dynamic against that Eagles defense, especially on and, the road. And, again, it might be a different game style, too. Because you would game plan for Philly one way, you obviously game plan for Dallas another way. Right. Um, So you might see more stretch plays. You might see the game open up more. Um, But again, man, like, I don't know. Like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, 19 points isn't a lot. But you know what's really not a lot of points? 10. 10. One touchdown in a home playoff game. You choke at home in the playoffs. I'm over this Josh Allen is the second coming nonsense, dude. I'm over it. You ready for a comparison that I made that I ended up seeing? He's Aaron Rodgers. That's who Josh Allen is. He is a worse version of Cam Newton. In his prime, I yeah, I Cam Newton in his prime could throw the football. Cam Newton in his prime could run the football. Josh, to me, the Bills' offense near the end of the season had three types of plays: a Josh Allen run, a check down pass. Or a 50-yard bomb. Those were the three play options that you saw out of the Buffalo Bills. They they just they looked lost on offense. Guys were not getting open as they were earlier in the season. Diggs, I'm just going to tell you right now, the easiest man to defend, if you can get in his head in the first quarter, he checks out the rest of the game, and then he starts yelling at his teammates on the sideline. It, it's easy. Eli well, Apple 
in that guy's head. Before. How much of this was the exact same plan that the Packers had against Justin Jefferson? Oh, absolutely. Get physical with him at the line. And if he wants to run downfield, you send safety help. Make him get open in those inter- intermediate 10 to 15-yard catches and then pop him. See if he wants to run those anymore. I, We all picked the Bills, man. We were all on these Bills to make it to the Super Bowl. This was the year that Buffalo's streak of not playing in a Super Bowl ends. Josh Allen's going to lead him to the promised land. You lose at home. So I'm, I'm going to throw something out here to you. And I, I'm just seeing if this sticks. Going into this football game, who would we have said was the best wide receiver on the field? I might say Diggs. I, I would too. Here's my thing. Give me a guy like Jamar Chase. Give me a guy, Hayden Hurst, a T. Higgins. Here's the thing that those guys never do. They never quit on routes. They always run hard routes. I, the, thing, the thing that's really starting to irritate me, number one, Justin Jefferson, number two, Stephon Diggs, is that when things get down, when things start going a little off, they quit. They shut down. Yep. If you want to be considered elite, like a Devon, okay, I'm going to throw Devontae Adams in that elite category because when things got bad this year for Devontae, he went out then the next week, followed up with 100 yards, 120 yards on a horrible team. Like, I just – I don't see it from this Bills team. They can talk all they want to. Great. Fantastic. You have to win games that matter. Next year, next year, Super Bowl or bust for this Bills franchise. Has to be. At some point, these dudes have to be held accountable. Yep. At some point, if Josh Allen – What's to be considered this high-level quarterback? You have to get past the second round. Yep. But you got to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, Aaron Rodgers got the one, and he's the biggest choke artist in the history of the NFL. When Rex Grossman has played in more Super Bowls than you, Yep. When I, it, that's what you look at. Yeah. I, and everybody was, you know, as everyone was saying, tickets were selling in Atlanta. Everybody was planning on 50,000 of them. They were going to be in Atlanta. It was going to be the Chiefs. It was going to be the Bills. But then, as Joe Burrow said, send those refunds. He, I, the guy, he just wins, dude. In big games, he's one of the best, if not the best, right now. He just steps up and plays. You know, 
I said it. I compare him to Jay Cutler, dude. He is so, and I and I don't even say he's as cocky as Cutler, but like he thinks he can makes make every throw. Yeah. He thinks that he just is one of the best, and that might not be the case. But he's playing like one of the most elite quarterbacks in the NFL, and now Patrick Mahomes' Achilles heel. Is Joe Burrow. Is Joe Burrow. Or as an IU fan would say, uh, a Chili's heel. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, the, yes. The, Of the Wheel of Fortune yes. where oh, instead of okay. saying Achilles. Call, said, listen, you, you get ranked number one again, you start running your mouth again. Okay. Anyways. But what I'm saying is, is that Joe Burrow is playing like – one of the top-ranked quarterbacks in the NFL. And I think it's time to just say it. He is. He's in that top three, top five discussion, no doubt. And and here's the thing. He's there because he wins the big games that Josh Allen doesn't win. So now He's there because he wins the big games that Aaron Rodgers doesn't win. Do you put him right below Mahomes right now? Is Mahomes one? So here's why I would say no. I still how do you not put him up there right now? I still I I don't know. I think I just want to see him get over that hump, man. Like if you look, I so would you say he's the second best quarterback in the NFL right now? Right now, as we're sitting here. Yes. Which is wild to think about. I do. I think he is. I think he he is so good at what he does. He manages football games. He can make any throw. He is a leader of men, Josh. I that that's the big part right there. Like guys follow him. They yes. want to win for him. And You've beaten Josh Allen. You've beaten Patrick Mahomes. You've played in a Super Bowl. Like, I'm putting Burrow up there. Now, no, and you know, everyone's gonna be like, well, what about Tom Brady? What about Aaron Rodgers? Well, those guys are in the all-time great category, but you can't put them right now in that top-tier category. You can't. These young guys are playing better football than that. Yeah. Joe Burrow right now is the second best quarterback in the National Football League. And what I love about him, so I'm going to round Joe Mixon up. He had 18 yards. That's pretty close to 20. They they had one, two, three, four, five, essentially six guys with 20 yards receiving or more. Right. Spreads the ball. It was so balanced. And then you have Joe Mixon, who they can just turn the ball, hand the ball off, he just goes. That's what like, the- this was never a game. Yeah, Bur- that's the thing about this is that when Burrow has the ability to hand the ball off to Mixon and then all of a sudden that play action becomes dangerous, that's when you get your shots downfield to Tyler Boyd, to T. Higgins, and then Jamar Chase. And I'm just going to tell you on Sunday, T. Higgins is going to have to step up. I think what Kansas City is going to do, they're going to take away Chase. 
They're going to say they're going to be physical with them. They're going to put a high safety above them. They're going to say, find another way to beat us. And how are you going to do that? Joe Mixon, running the football and being able to give those, you know, intermediate passes to Hayden Hurst, to T. Higgins, to Tyler Boyd. If you're able to do that, I think the Bengals will be successful. The Bengals haven't lost since Halloween. And remember, this was a team that at one point was two and three. They were 0-2. Right. They, they were 0-2. They were dead. We, we're talking all, yeah, you know, it was a one-year gimmick, just like the Matt Nagy Bears, one year and done. Uh, and then fast. not so fast. Then they got healthy. Yep. They got right, buddy. Yep. And, and the most under-the-radar thing, this defense, yes, man, like this Bengals defense has just come to play. Yep. I mean, I, holding the Bills to 10 points is fantastic stuff. It's unbelievable. At, in Buffalo. You're doing that in Buffalo. Yes. You know, I give them credit. The only thing to me that is the big question mark for the Bengals, which was their big question mark, that was the big problem in the Super Bowl last year is that offensive line. They're beat up. Yep. If you and cannot protect. What's that going to do with that crowd noise? Exactly. And But you know what? They were able to do it in Orchard Park. So now what are you going to do yep. in Arrowhead? Like, if you're able to do that and you're able to protect Joe Burrow, I, you have a realistic chance of being back in the Super Bowl representing the AFC. I, I truly believe that. But you, that's to me, that's the biggest question mark, and that's the biggest matchup on Sunday is that Chiefs front, those front four, that front seven, if they are able to win the line to gain, that's going to be huge. Well, and the crazy thing about this whole thing, as we look more towards breaking these conference championship games down, Cincinnati's a one-point favorite. On the road. Like as of right now, might that get bet one way or the other as we get closer to Sunday? Yes, as more practice practice footage comes out of Mahomes is you know moving around. Okay, fine. Right. But I listen, that, that's out of respect for Cincinnati, too. Right. And I think also the point, like, okay, can the Chiefs finally get over the Bengals hump? Yep. I, yeah. and that's what I don't know. Yeah, and that's, you know, it's just kind of like the situation of Bears-Packers, really. It's like, you know, beating them, saying you want to beat them and that you're tired of losing is all well and fine. That's great. But when it comes down to put up or shut up time. You got to go out there and do it. And you got to go out there and win. And so right now I feel like all the momentum in the world is in Cincinnati. I just I do I too. that way. I think Cincinnati is playing out of their mind right now. And they believe they're going to win this football game. And I think a lot of it has to do with Mahomes. I really do. I, I If he is not 100%, I think the Bengals win this football game by two touchdowns. And, and I think the key for the Bengals is going to be stay balanced. Right. The, the reason that they were able to do what they did with Buffalo is because they were balanced. 
I'm gonna. They're gonna, I'm gonna have to run the ball. I propose this is a proposition I have for Cincinnati. If you win the coin toss, take the ball, set the tone of the game right off the bat, run the football, throw the football. Don't give it to Mahomes first. Okay. Because if Kansas City wins the toss, they're probably going to give you the ball anyway. But if so, you're going to get, if I'm Cincinnati, I'm going into the game and I'm saying, I'm getting the ball first. I'm going to set the tone of this game because if you could go down and put points on the board first, let your defense fly around, you could look at being up 10 points, 14 points, before Kansas City touches the ball a second time. Well, and if you go down there and you score, every single person in Kansas City is going to start thinking, here we go again. Exactly. And that's what you want. You want to set the tone. So that's my suggestion to the Bengals. If you win the toss, take, take the, the ball. ball. Give Say, I want the ball. Don't say the Hasselbeck thing, though. Yeah, don't, we want the ball. We're going to score. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Just we're going to receive. We're going to take the ball first. All right. I, AFC I pick. Yep. Who are you taking? I'm taking Cincinnati. Uh, I think that they're just hot. They're playing great football. I just I wonder about Mahomes' ankle. I worry about his mobility. I worry about that. You know what makes Mahomes great is that playmaking ability. And if you can, if you take that away from him, and especially the way Cincinnati's defense shut down Buffalo on Sunday, it, it right now. I am. I said it before, and I'll say it again. The momentum is in Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati makes it to back-and-back Super Bowls, and I'll be the first to say that I was wrong because I originally picked the Bill Bills. I also said that the Chargers had an under like a, a dark horse chance of making it. If the Bengals make it back again, wow, fantastic stuff! I think it's going to happen. I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, and I hate to sound just like, oh, well, you both. Guys, I this Bengals team, they're just rolling right now. I you don't go and and if Joe Burrow and back-to-back playoff runs takes down Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, beats Josh Allen. He's gotta be up there, Josh. Okay. That it's it's time, like it's not a fluke at this point, right? It's the thing, like it's not a fluke, right? Um, but yeah, I'm taking Cincinnati too. I, I who day? I mean, you know, for for our friends, the Peters family, uh, JP, CJ, all those guys, they're on cloud nine, and they should be. I mean, this was a franchise. I mean, I remember the first couple Madden games that I owned. You know, back when I was young, you always played against the Bengals because you could beat them by a hundred. Right. And now this is a franchise that's just – they're dominating the AFC. Zach Taylor's got the boys playing, man. A well-coached football team. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, NFC side, I am so excited for this football game. Like, yeah. I cannot tell you. Like, the these two football teams have been on a 
collision course the whole year. And I let's go. Like, hey, there's really throw the ball out there. I mean, we've talked all the time. Okay. And, and really, the matchup is the 49ers defense and the Eagles offense. Yep. That's the matchup of the weekend. I really, truly think that. I said that earlier in the pod. This is the matchup of the weekend. It's the San Francisco defense, Philadelphia's offense. What can Philadelphia's run game do against that San Francisco defense? If San Francisco can make Philadelphia one-dimensional, they'll win the football game. But, Josh, you know what it's time to? Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. Fly, 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 fly. I'm I'm going with the Eagles. Um, my one of my good buddies, Jason's an Eagles fan. I watched the game. At, like I was like, how how nice is it to watch a football game and just kick back after the first half and just know we're, we're going right, to the NFC Championship game. We're going to the NFC Championship game. And he said. He did not want the Cowboys. He didn't want to face them a third time, okay? But now you get San Francisco. Not much better of a matchup. Yeah. You know, and if and there, here's the other thing about San Francisco. CMC, at the end of that game, was limited. He was only on, in there on third downs and was stretching out his calf. And we all know CMC with his injury issues. Uh-huh. It, and here's the other thing. Him... Debo did not practice today. Now, all of a sudden, if you have a beat-up Christian McCaffrey, a beat-up Debo Samuel, and, you know, the Eagles' defense, they played fantastic on Sunday, and it's in Philadelphia. Those fans are nuts. Yep. They're all nuts. Yep. That place is insane. The link is insane. Yep. So now here we go. But I'm I'm rolling with the Eagles. I got an Eagles and Joe Burrow Cincinnati Bengals matchup for the Super Bowl. Uh, I wow, would that be fantastic stuff? Even the other way around, you get San Francisco and any four any of these four teams in the Super Bowl. But the matchup I think it's going to be is Philadelphia and Cincinnati. Yeah, I. Just again, I don't know if the Niners can score enough to hang with the Eagles. I think that their defense is good enough. They're going to have to score points. Now, Brock Purdy comes out, plays a game of his life. Absolutely. I think they got a shot. But if the Eagles play like they did in the first half, it, I, it, over, over. Yeah. And I think this is the first, you know, we, we said it last week, we thought it was going to happen. But I think Brock Purdy on the road against the number one team in the NFL. Yeah. Going to be, it's going to be, I think we might see a little bit of Mr. Irrelevant in this football game. We're going to see yeah. some mistakes. At, 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 you saw them start to creep up against Dallas. Um. Outdoors, it's going to be a tough environment. Yeah, I I think we're looking at Eagles-Bengals Super Bowl and sign me up three days a week for that one. For sure. Well, buddy, our last 
multi-game pod of yep. the year. Um, I Listen, it's been a ride this NFL season with lots of ups and downs. Uh, but I think at the end of it, we have at least two of the teams who we thought would be there for sure. Yep. And I think the other two are ones that we could see being there. Um, it's going to be a great championship Sunday. So from all of us here to all of you, enjoy the championships.